It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ live every weekday morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Welcome to a special mini-series of Daily Thunder. Hi, this is Nathan. We are covering 20 of the most memorable and impactful scriptures from the past 10 years of Ellerslie. Since the Ellerslie team will be traveling much of this month, we will not be meeting live in the chapel for Daily Thunder except for the Sunday messages starting at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'll be launching a brand new season of Daily Thunders on January 4th, 2021 with a brand new format. And Eric and I and the team are beyond excited for what is coming. And if you've enjoyed this series of our top 20 memorable and impactful scriptures, consider downloading our full list of the top 50 scriptures that have impacted Ellerslie from these first 10 years by visiting ellerslie.com forward slash daily. Now, here is Eric for today's episode. Well, Happy New Year everyone. It is Friday, January 1st. Isn't this uh, a grand occasion? And here we're going to kick off the year 2021 with a bang, because we've been going through a series over the month of December, and we're finishing it uh, up today, just meditating upon these scriptures that have sort of grounded and founded our ministry over the last 10 years. So they're very, very precious to us. And we came up with a list of 50 and then sort of worked it, it down to how are we going to pick 20 out of this list? We did, and we left a lot on the table. If any of you downloaded the free PDF, which goes through all the 50 that we had, which there's a lot more than that, too. I mean, we just had to stop somewhere, and, and we wanted to have a good round number. But uh, it's, a, it's a very, very special list to us. And if you ever want to have a good conversation with us, just come to, up to us with the list of 50 and say, so why this one, why this one, why this one, why this one? And we could talk your ear off. So this is 2 Kings 2, 9 through 10. Elijah said to Elisha, ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, please, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, uh, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. So context, 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 Elijah is going to be taken away, and for whatever reason, all the prophets seem to know it. He's going to be taken away by God, and they don't know when it's going to happen, but for whatever reason, this seems to be coming to a head, and I think they know it's happening right now. And so Elijah is going to turn to his understudy, Elisha, and he's going to say, ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away? And I don't know if that you feel the parallel of when Jesus is going to say that to us as well. Ask. And what's amazing about this isn't the fact that Elijah is going to say ask. It's, to me, it's what Elisha asks. What Elisha is going to ask is so significant, so beyond what I've ever thought of asking, that even Elijah, Elijah is going to say, <clears throat> you have asked a hard thing. Well, what did he ask? Well, Okay, now, Elijah is the picture of power in the Old Testament. You do know this guy raised a dead man to life. 
This man prayed and the heavens were sealed up for three and a half years. This man called down fire from heaven and devoured the altar as a proof to all of Israel who is God. It's Jehovah. All right, so we have some big shoes here. And Elisha, who's the understudy, who up to this point has done Zippo, has the audacity to make a request so big that even Elijah sort of buckles under a little. This request astounds me, and it seems to please God, which is why I'm bringing it up now, and I think it's perfect for a January 1st New Year's resolution. You need bigger prayers. Your prayers stink. We need to upgrade our prayers to be the size of God. Now, what's funny is even when we upgrade our prayers, have you ever noticed that they still fall short? Because no matter what we do, they still fall short, and he does exceeding abundantly beyond all we ask or think. But we need to get into the game a little more. My, my family always likes to have impossible prayers that we're praying. That's what we call them, impossible prayers. In other words, if everything is just possible, God just help me to keep my job one more day, it's like, well, you know, your job is stable anyways, but it sounds like a good prayer. And then you're like, God answered my prayer, but it actually wasn't in the impossible realm. But there are other things that if we were to pray them, they would be like almost ridiculous where you want to chuckle even as, you, as you're asking it because that is so how could that ever happen? You take a few loaves and fishes and bring it to Jesus and say, yeah, could you feed a multitude with it? That's ridiculous. That can't happen in the natural realm. Uh, hey, see, that's our problem is we're limiting what we do according to the natural realm instead of according to God and God's design. God has given us faith. As believers, as the church of Jesus Christ, we have been set apart for a very specific purpose, and that's to carry his burden in this earth and to pray his prayers. It says as Jesus is, you know, takes his cord and he runs into the temple of God, remember in Jerusalem, and he turns over the money changers' tables, and it says, you have turned my father's house into a den of thieves. My house, this house is meant to be a house of prayer for all nations. Well, then Paul is going to say, Do you, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? You see, the temple is no longer that temple. The temple is us, the church of Jesus Christ. And so therefore, we're a house of prayer for all nations. We are meant to actually shape history in and through our praying. Now, we're not the ones that can actually shape history, but God wants to have us participate in it. So I want to just look at what Elisha asked Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Right now, uh, it, most of us wouldn't even dream that there was more of the Holy Spirit than what Elijah has already demonstrated. And yet Elisha's gonna ask for double what this guy has. And he just happens to be pointing at the guy who is the picture of God's power in the Old Testament. I want double. Double? And so then Elijah actually says, <clears throat> Uh, you've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. One of my favorite scriptures, I couldn't put it in here because that would have been cheating in our system, but it, it says this. Then Elisha saw it. For each of us, we live in a time period where bigger prayers are needed. We need a growth of faith. We need to mature in our faith to recognize that God Almighty still lives. He is still seated on high. His feet are still 
over all things. All things are under his feet. All principalities, all powers, all might and dominion. All things beneath his feet. Let us pray accordingly, knowing that it is our God's desire to do God things. Now, one of my favorite thoughts in, that is woven into this scripture is you can actually count up the miracles of Elijah and Elisha. And when Elisha dies, he has exactly double the miracles of Elijah minus one. And so some of us, especially people like me that really like math, that really bothers us, okay? It's like, what? Minus one. And then Elijah's laying dead, you know, his bones are there in, in his sepulcher, and these guys are carrying around a dead body, and they don't know what to do with it. So they throw it into a sepulcher, it just happens to be the sepulcher of Elisha, and it pops back to life. And then God's like, I don't know if any of you are counting, but double, isn't that amazing? Even that is profound to me. It shows me that God delighted in this prayer. It's an audacious prayer. God is, Elisha is asking for something that is God-sized. Most of us have been praying too small. In this year, I want us to begin to pray big prayers. Elisha-esque prayers. Because Jesus is coming to us right now and he's saying, ask. Ask, believers. What do you desire from me in heaven? 2 Kings 2, 9 through 10. Elijah said to Elisha, ask, what may I do for you before I'm taken away from you? Elisha said, please, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, <clears throat> you've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is delivered live and streamed daily Monday through Friday at 8.15 a.m. And our weekend service is streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellerslie.com. We invite you to visit us at the beautiful Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado for a day, a week, or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training. Learn more at ellerslie.com. Thanks for listening.